Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you this morning to our Bible study. We've entitled it A Journey Through John. And my, what a journey it has been thus far. We're already all the way to chapter number 16. And we are looking today in verse number 7 down through verse 11. Lord willing, we hope we can get there this morning. Just want to give you a couple of thoughts today. As we're looking here again, Jesus is in his final hours upon the earth as his earthly ministry is coming to a swift conclusion. He's going to the cross of Calvary. In just a few hours, he's somewhere between the room where they had the Last Supper and the Garden of Gethsemane. He's making his way to the garden, and he's saying some very powerful and important words to his disciples. Today, we're going to look at some of these wonderful words of Jesus and be encouraged as well as we read the Word of God. Verse number 7 of John chapter 16, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Now, what a verse that is. I'm amazed as I read this verse. We've just been talking about how the Lord, in the last few days, we've been talking about Jesus foretelling some of the things that's going to transpire after his death and resurrection and after his ascension in the life of the apostles. But Jesus now is telling them again about the Comforter, and that is the Holy Spirit of God. The word Comforter is a word, a term that is used to designate the Holy Spirit of God who's going to come after Jesus leaves this walk of life. And let me say this, it is necessary that Jesus departed from this world. You see, he must depart before the Comforter can come. And Jesus promised after his departure that he would send the Comforter. 
Jesus said in that verse, verse 7, it is expedient for you that I go away. In other words, Jesus is saying it is to your advantage and to everyone else's advantage that I go away. Why is that? Because Jesus was in a earthly body. He was in a physical body, just similar to yours and mine, yet without sin. He was in that body, and he didn't go out of the body. As long as he was in the world, he was in that body. So we know in that sense that he was limited in where he could be at one time. Jesus was not in multiple places. As far as I can read in the Bible, he never did. They could have if he had wanted to, but he did not choose to do that. He maintained that earthly body and the presence in the earthly body. He maintained that as long as he lived. But after he left and after he arose from the grave, after he died, arose and ascended back to the Father, he sends the Holy Spirit. And we know that the Comforter dwells in all the believers. And he indwells in me. He indwells in you if you're saved and born again. So Jesus is telling the apostles, the disciples, that it is to your advantage if I go away, and if I go away, it is expedient, it is to your advantage, and if I go not away, the Comforter will not come. And then he said, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. So it is there's a necessity uh, for Jesus to depart from this world. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, I, will, I long to be in his presence, in his physical presence. I long to see him. I do. But you know what? I'm experiencing Jesus right now because I have the Holy Spirit that dwells within me. He's with me. He's around me. He surrounds me. He's above me. He's below me. He's beside me. And, and he is in me, and I'm thankful for that. The Bible says we're sealed into the day of redemption. But as we look at this this morning, it was necessary for Jesus to depart that the Comforter could come to the world. And then secondly, not only I noticed the necessity of Jesus' departure, but number two, the noteworthy work of the Holy Spirit. We find that in verse number eight through verse number 11. And this would make a great Sunday school lesson. These, this verse, verses 8 through 11, this section of scripture is really, really rich. And there's a lot of things that I could say this morning, and I'm running quickly out of time, but the work of the Holy Spirit is noteworthy. And the Bible says in verse 8, and when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. There is a threefold work of the Holy Spirit that is given here. It's an outline of the work of the Holy Spirit given by the Lord himself. First of all, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will reprove. Well, what does that mean? It means to convict and convince, to tell of a fault. How did I know that I was a sinner on my way to hell? Well, simply because the Holy Spirit came to me and showed me my need of a Savior. Not only does he, does he reprove, but notice this, and, and think about that with me. He will reprove the world of sin. And that word sin, is it means an offense. It means actually to miss the mark. 
And then we notice what the Bible says there. He will reprove the world of sin and then of righteousness and of judgment. I want to notice those two words, righteousness and judgment, for just a moment. The word righteousness means innocency in character. It means holiness. And then the word judgment means justice, for or against. So that is the threefold work of the Holy Spirit. It is to reprove of uh, the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now, this threefold work of the Holy Spirit, let, let me just explain it just for a moment as we're looking at our time and trying to hurry this morning. And I want to give you just a little bit. In verse number nine, Jesus gives a little bit deeper explanation. In verse nine, he says of sin because they believe not on me. And that is very true because of unbelief. That is the sin that will cause a person to have to go to that awful place called hell is not believing and receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that you must be born again. And you cannot be born again unless you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus died for you, that Jesus rose, and that Jesus is living, seated at the right hand of the Father, and interceding for you. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I put my faith in Jesus, and I still have my faith in Jesus today. He is the Savior, and I believe that. I'm convinced of it. And if I didn't believe it, then I wouldn't be saved. Amen? You have to believe to be, to be born again. You have to believe to be saved. Jesus said the Holy Ghost is the work of the Spirit of God. Is He convicts us. He reproves us of sin. And it's up to us to choose whether to believe and receive. Then in verse number 10, the Bible says of righteousness, because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Now, this is a little bit harder for me to understand. I had to study and I dug a little bit this morning as I'm looking at this because of righteousness. You see, the work of the Spirit convinces us of the righteousness of Christ. You see, Jesus would ascend to the Father and send the Holy Spirit to convince you and I of the holiness and innocency of our Savior. You see, we already know about our unrighteousness. The Bible says all our righteousness are filthy rags. I have no righteousness to brag upon, but Jesus is completely righteous. He's holy and pure and perfect in every way, and he's seated there upon the throne. And so the Holy Spirit convinces us of the righteousness of Christ. And then not only that, in verse number 11, he goes a little bit deeper and he tells us of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Now, Satan was defeated at Calvary. Thank God for that. And the greatest enemy of God and man, your greatest enemy, is defeated today. You say, well, he's going pretty strong today. Yeah, he is. He still is, but he's a defeated enemy. Because victory was won at Calvary. And so it is that all who are against the Lord will also be judged. How sad that is. It is this work, the Holy Spirit convinces us and convicts us 
that we also will be judged if we don't repent of our sins and trust the Lord. It is the working of the Holy Spirit that we have a deliverer who has the power to free us from this awful condemnation of sin. And Jesus is willing to save whosoever will. He's a good Savior and he loves us today. So we come to him and we call upon him. We repent of our sins. And repentance is turning from our sin and turning towards the Lord. And we believe by putting our faith in him that he forgives us of our sins. Conclusion today, I stand amazed. I stand amazed that the work of the Holy Ghost could be explained in such a manner that covers his entire ministry in three aspects. I love the teaching right here in this chapter, and especially these verses, verses 7 through 11. I hope and pray that you'll take more time and study them individually for yourself. May God bless you today. Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning again at 8.30 for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. I hope and pray that you know the Lord. I hope and pray the Spirit of God has spoke to you and convinced you and convicted you and that you have been converted, that you've been born again, ready to go to heaven. May God bless you as our prayer. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.